This is Hypernasality, a podcast about speech and language with your hosts, Dr. Anthony Drew. And Karen with the C. There you go. We're covering <laughs> all topics, speech. Language. And swallowing, <laughs> of course. Can't forget the swallowing. Mm -hmm. In this episode, we will be discussing the last lecture of the semester, email etiquette, Ooh. the do's and don'ts of internets, communication. You've got mail. You don't got mail. You, you delete don't, that. Don't have mail. <laughs> And of course, Britney Spears. It's Britney, bitch. Yeah, but not in that order. Um, and by the way, Anthony, how do you spell Britney? B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y. Oh, no. It's Figure Britney it with one T. Britney with one T. <laughs> Karen yelled at me for spelling Britney wrong every oh, time we right. Well. I'm spelling it wrong. Also surprised how much we talk about Britney, but I guess I'm not. <laughs> it's on brand. Yes. What lecture number are you up to? Tomorrow is my last lecture. Oh, because I you... swapped with a friend, so she could have my lecture time next week. So this is it. Mm. Yay! The benefits of a lockstep program: you have a captive audience. Faculty can switch their uh, schedules around more mm -hmm. easily. Uh, do you know what I sing at the last class? Because I teach in the spring. Wow. I, I say, everybody, welcome. This is the last class. Last class this semester. Do you oh, do that? Really? The last class. Do they know it? Uh, everybody <laughs> knows that song. Last class tonight. Last tonight. Uh, you know what I do? Actually, you just remind me. I'm so glad you just remind me. I do a little like send off lecture for the second years. Okay. And my last, my last neuromotor lecture, because it's like their last semester of classes, classes. So what is it? Is it like a life skills or is it's it? It's like how to be a great SLP. Oh. And it has like all cute gifts and like cutie things in it. How many like, slides is it? Let me see. I'll pull it up. Because uh, I do something similar. No, you no. Do you really? I do a top sixteen list survival because I teach the school age speech therapy course. Uh, the top sixteen survival tips for working in a school and also in life. So I, I give them. A, yeah. Oh my god! See how we're the same. Yeah. Do you tell them to like buy the secretary a coffee? No, but I tell them like to not suck. And like yeah. to love their patients, like they're their family. Well, like, that's wait. the first thing I tell them. If you don't love the kids, like get out, get out, get out, get out. You Where do more is drama. this thing here? I have to find it now. Let's keep talking while I look for it. Cause I'm so glad we talked. We just brought this I up. I can't believe that. So are you, so you're doing that lecture. Mm -hmm. I have, it's mine is a standalone, like, top 16 list i don't share it and you know there's always one student that's like um you didn't post this i'm like that's about the lecture about no because i do my last lecture and then i'm like before i leave i just have a couple more things i want to go over and then they quickly see it's a top 16 list and there's always one student that's like I, i'm not finding this on blackboard i'm like <laughs> you're gonna find this in your heart <laughs> 
Okay, I promise this won't be on the. I gotta take notes. I do, no, you don't need to take notes. I just want you to listen. Is this gonna be on the final? I actually have to promise them this will not be on the final. And there, that one thinks like he's gonna ask one of these on the final. Oh my god, that's and so that funny. That student is always a student that I'm like, I can't wait till you leave. No. <laughs> thank you so much and goodbye why can't i find it now i'm getting upset i have to find this lecture but it's really good and it can has you like describe it to me just use your words and describe it yeah so it goes through it's like you're you guys are like almost done like oh my god you're like almost there and then it's like i just want to tell you these things and take these with you on your journey and then it has like a bunch of stuff and i'm i'm like so upset because i can't think of it all right now but it's like um never get stale, take vacation time, Right. Um, treat your patients like they're your family members. Mm -hmm. If you don't care about what you're doing, get out, like all those kinds of things. But it's, it's like cute. Like I have all these cute little animations and stuff like pop culture references and like, um, oh, remember you're the expert. Like don't ever think that like even a physician knows more than you do about speech language pathology because you're the master mm -hmm. of it and you the master you know, of your domain exactly your like that like whole it. thing and there's like a gif of a cheerleader being like uh what like for that yeah. <laughs> like yeah yeah i gotta find it now i'm panicking i have to I find feel this like, for tomorrow don't you have a search but well i don't think our listeners want to listen to you search i know computer. it's like pretty, guys what okay. should i search guys call our hotline <laughs> There is, give me you, search if, for those of you listening on Anchor, there is a button to give feedback. So oh. please give the feedback. Only good feedback. Uh, are you looking in your email for this? No, my okay. email? I don't know. I was my trying email's to transition closed to right now. Next. Thank you. Ah, because it's closed because it's nine o'clock on a Wednesday. Tell me why we, well, we, that's a transition to email etiquette. I think email is, I just was saying to my cousin last night, I know we're trying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, but you know what, Karen, you, I love being heard. I like to and tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying to my cousin the other day. You know, I was talking <laughs> to my cousin yesterday. No, um, I feel like email is like, horrible and i think back to not doing email okay and i feel like all of our lives had more meaning were more interesting and better stuff was going on before we had bullcrap email day in and day out i, I hate as, it as soon as we started getting forwards in the 90s i was like this is it email is ruined forwards you know when you would forward like this cryptic message or like this funny joke and you forwarded it to everybody and this to 10 people and your wish will come true yeah, like exactly. stuff like that yeah stuff like that it was chain, this, what was it is like a chain what it's was, now, it was like a word for an it email in the 90s this is the same as posting something to facebook today it's like just to show all your friends like a a, a distribution yeah, somebody emails you a joke and you forwarded it and it always says fwd forward you know oh like i remember those on like aol and, yeah and they would have like little fairy animations like or Ey. just a joke written in it you know uh <laughs> or like a notification of a scam like 
don't answer if this comes through. I remember those. Uh, I, I contact my parents like twice a week. I'm like, do not fall for any scam during COVID because I just can't deal with it anymore. We don't have time. Oh my God. My parents are one more, my parents are one more phishing email away from me confiscating their laptop. (laughs) I swear to God, if they call me. You can get an Amazon card. (laughs) (laughs) Did I tell you that story? My dad went through this. That's exactly what happened. Oh no. I was like, tell them to do the like the training that we have to do for for I school. I want to send it to them. Yeah, they he opened an email and they're like, oh, the, our, our order got messed up. They need my credit card. My mom's like, the email was in Chinese. I'm like, Dad, you didn't notice the email was in Chinese. Like, like <laughs> the website, not out of my the, the website you linked into was in Chinese. I mean, I don't even know if it was Chinese or whatever. So it's I typed my, my social security number. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and, and you know, I probably shouldn't talk about this because I remember my dad got really upset about this oh, whole situation. Oh, I know. Well, it is like a little violating, right? They like, actually got in the into- car and went to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> to say like we think we were scammed can you please the people at the back are like are we on a tv show right well, now the, like, the only this? thing i could tell you is because my dad is one of the nicest people you will ever meet mm-hmm. people are always very kind back to him so oh, they and i think oh, the I... bank i mean let's face it when's the last time you drove to the bank i think they were happy to have a visit They're like oh someone's here <laughs> Get the candies. Get the hard candies. <laughs> no, I'm a diet. Get our best hard candies. Get us an apple. Get them an apple. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe I didn't. I forgot about that. See, forming That's a memory. Bad one. Let's talk about uh email etiquette. Emailing. Emailing. Email me. <laughs> Send me a message. Send me an Wait, email. The great Britney Spears has a song and it's called Email My Heart. <laughs> Oh my God, but she still doesn't own it. We never even talked about Britney's. Mm-hmm. Uh, free Britney. Free Britney. Mm-hmm. 2020. Mm-hmm. Free Britney. She should free have Britney. changed the court date to 2021. I just can't. I just. And I, anybody who doesn't know, Google Free Britney. Free okay? Britney. You need and if to you don't know, yourself. we don't even want you to listen anymore. Yeah. If you don't it's, know. It's, it's just, it's, she's, she's so lucky. You're not like us. She's a star. <laughs> And she cries, oh. cries, cries in the lonely car because now her dad Are owns you? all of her stuff. Um, That's my Britney song, by the way. I know. It's really He's good. so lucky. He's a star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love Britney so much. You got to, um, this is a little PSA for all y'all's. Get on the Insta- the Britney Instagram. It's, it is ever fresh, it's a breath of fresh. It's good. It's a little worrying sometimes, but most of the time it's like a, it's a diversion from reality that you need. <laughs> she sometimes posts videos of her kids scaring her. Really? I've seen a video of that and I laugh so hard. I'm like, she's like a normal person she's in that like, way. She's, she's so funny with her peasant tops and her eye makeup and her mm-hmm. twirling. Oh, I love She her. looks a little like something's i don't know sometimes i'm like is she scripting it is she under duress i i know but she's so cute and her boyfriend is gorge yeah and i think they have a good i think it's good i think they're 
I think they're good. I mean, if I was her, I would be like, you know what? Let's eat ice cream three meals a day. I, I have know. all the money in the world. I don't need to work again in my life. You know, she like burned her home gym down with a candle. Really? Yeah, there's like a whole, that was like a whole thing. She's like, <laughs> I could just, this is a whole episode. Like one time, right. Brittany. <laughs> right. I have the perfect guest for that, by the way. You do? Yes. Perfect. He knows everything about Brittany. Oh my God, we'll just go off. I used to think, um, I hate it. Like, I didn't like Britney Spears because when we were growing up, it was like, not growing up, but like, it's like, oh, it's pop music and I'm too cool for that. Uh, and then you go to like a Britney only bar night out of the uh, blue and you're singing every song like you know it, like, yes, your hands. Thank you. I mean, so Hello. obviously. This is the music of our time. Mm -hmm. and, and just so many, so many, uh, so many so goodies. Oh. You love her. toxic love seeking another. He's just like, another. Uh, I'm not really good with words. Oh my god, my favorite is I'm a slave for you. That video was like so cool, and like we used to do all the at the eighth grade dance. We would do like all the like moves. <laughs> wow. Okay, so you in like a an old baby tech vest, like doing. <laughs> So you, your eighth grade Britney Spears for me was eighth grade was Debbie Gibson. Wow, it's it's kind of similar. Yeah, right? Same I mean, kind of vibe. If, I mean, if Debbie Gibson was more slutty, for right. sure, you know. Yeah, like slutty, slutty little girl. Like I don't think that was her stick. You know, she didn't dance like Britney either. Like Britney is oh, no. like choreo is like a part of her brand. I feel it like is a De big Debbie part of her brand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, well, because uh, she's not the best singer. No, Debbie, <laughs> Debbie Gibson. I saw her recently <laughs> at the Culture Club. By recently, really? I mean within the last five years, five years ago. Not like last month. Yeah. <clears throat> I saw her perform at a club in the city called the Culture Club. It's an 80s themed club. Yeah, wait and a minute. Wait a minute. There was another one that I what is the um the other 80s club? No, there was like a thing that I went to one time in the city where it's like you're at a prom, awesome 80s prom, it was called. Oh, what? What? Is it you like know? an escape room? It was like a thing at, um, name the ballrooms. Hammerstein Ballroom, uh, Roseland. I think it might have been at Webster Hall. Webster, maybe it was Webster Hall. Sounds like, it. like a, okay. So like it was a party, right? Mm -hmm. It's like an eighties party, and they have that. Like I want to be an actor in this. It's like one of those things where like they have the actors like in the oh. in the thing, and you're there, and it's kind of like you're at a part, like you're at the prom, but it's all going on around you. It's like, like the one with the mask. What? I can't remember the the interactive. I remember. I know what you're talking about. And you the have to dress like you're supposed to go. Like dress. You dress a little. Interactive 80s performance. And go, yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And like when I was in college, before I could drink, we were like home in the summer and figured out a way to weasel into this thing and and get our drink tickets or whatever. And it was like a fun little thing. But anyway, that's like a total tangent about the 1980s party. But God, Culture Club is an 80s oh. thing. 
Oh yeah, you ruined my joke. About- you ruined my joke, ready? So <laughs> Debbie Gibson's performing at the Culture Club. I was like, I have to go. Mm-hmm. My friend Eric has to go. I dragged my friend Dimitri to go. And there's Debbie Gibson. It is her singing on a microphone. And she's playing her music from her iPhone. And it's plugged into the DJ booth. And it was like really sad and pathetic. Oh, I feel weird. Do you think she picked up a few hundo and it was just like a quick pit stop for her? Oh, for for sure. For sure. She made money that night. And she's good, you know, but she's kind of like Blossom, you know? Like, you remember that TV show, Blossom? Of course. Oh, my gosh. The hats. Yeah. I'm looking up Debbie Gibson right now because I feel like there's something that makes me uncomfortable, actually, about her now. Does she, like, speak out about things or something? I don't know. I don't know if she did. She seems to be like... Look how cute though. I think she didn't want to sell out. Right. Look how cute. She looks good. And she though. wrote all of her Did songs. Did she look good when you saw her? She looks like she looks. She looked great. She looks great. She looked great. Yeah. Actually, I you know as a younger younger version of her wore too much makeup, but I think mm-hmm. now she like learned how to do makeup. You know, I mm-hmm. think she's a Long Island girl from America. She looks if I'm like not she's mistaken. huge. Even yeah. now, she's got the hair like the high hair. Mm-hmm. which I love, by the way, NFL cheerleader boost. Well, you know, everybody, I always say to people, you're, uh, you dress in the style that you come out in. So that she came out of into her own in the 80s. That's the look you keep. It's true. That's it's why true. you always look like a, uh, a main lady. <laughs> <laughs> Am I like, I do. I look very main. <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> All right, let's get some email etiquette. Okay, here's the thing, everybody. Mm-hmm. Email is emailing is not working. Okay. I don't mean my email is broken, but if you take that away from that statement, then don't, that's great. That saves me time because I don't have to delete your email because that Outlook's, takes time. Outlook's down. <laughs> Outlook is down. Emailing is not working. So when you get to work and you're like, oh my God, I have so many emails to do. It's not getting your work done. Getting your work done is actually opening the files and doing the work that mm-hmm. you have to do. Wait, can I tell you something though? You're not right about my job. Well, I actually, now that I've said it, my to-do list is in my email. So I'll, like anything that I have to get done, but I don't make it the priority. Right. And then you, you have know? to dose it. Like I definitely mm-hmm. have learned to dose my emails. And if you need to get stuff done, close your email, turn your phone over and say for the next like hour, I'm, I'm not looking, nothing's going to happen. I'm not I have, looking. I'm going to one up you on that. You know, the second you get your computer, you could turn off those little notifications. So you could have the email open. You shut off all the notifications. But you if know? you're psychotic like me, you can't. I can't even have it open because I look. Yeah. Like if it if the application is open, I'm I'm I can't not look. It's mm-hmm. like a compulsion, and I think it's because part of my job is to. There's a lot of correspondence in in what I have to do, so I'm always kind of like fielding and seeing and it feels good when I get the thing that I need to come through on the email because it's it's a back and forth negotiation of going course, on a lot of the of time. Course. So I have to I have to close it off, close it down, shut it down. And I got a really good tip that I haven't used, but I've seen some of our colleagues use where what is that? You know? do, you, do you hear my heat? 
Is that your? You have radiator heat. I have radiator heat. Oh, if you so can jealous. hear it, it's your skin the, must be so nice it in is, the winter. It is, but hold on because I want to shut it off because it's going to sound horrible in the I recording. I got steam heat. Oh, and I'm so cold. I got steam heat. <laughs> Do you know what people say all the time, Karen? I have what? a heater in my kitchen. We're in my kitchen right now, yeah. and I have one in my bedroom. Yeah. So when we're sitting in the living room and people hear it go off, they're like, is there bacon cooking? I'm like, I've been sitting on the couch having a cocktail with you this whole time. How do you How think bacon I started cooking on its own <laughs> fruition in my kitchen? Oh, I knew it was radiator heat and I love it. I'm oh, so jealous I was, I'm, of you. I'm going to have to listen for that. We have to, you have to remind me um, to shut that off so we don't get that interference. So okay. start back with your email so i um i got a really good i have to turn my email off if i don't turn it off even just having it like close it actually is what i mean i have to close the app if i don't just the temptation to flip windows and go to the icon and look exists so i have to like clean house like it's not available um mute my phone, turn my phone over, like to focus. But I got a really good tip um, from someone who did the same thing that I do at a conference for people that are kind of in charge of arranging placements and all that stuff. And um, she said, every week, put up an out of office for the time, whatever time that you need to be your time that you're working on something like your project time. So that compulsion is like almost alleviated by the fact that you're getting a response out to say like, I'm not here right now. I'll get back to you when mm -hmm. I get back. So that that urge to like not respond right away um, is um, you're like, it's almost like advertising for yourself. Like I'm not answering. It's like right I now. have no self-control, so I have to put it upon the machines to give it to me. Correct. I but mean, I've hit this issue. Yeah. yeah. I have people. Well, when I'm in the zone, man, I don't want anything to distract me. But this is what was getting to me too. I, people weren't getting answers on email or on mm -hmm. the Teams chat because you yeah. can make yourself away. Uh, and they started texting me and I'm well, like, why are, you, why are you texting me? So, and so we had a long talk about that, but what's your email etiquette rule? Like, uh, and how you triage your own email is up to you. And I think that's yeah. a, a skill that we have to learn, but yes. what do you think is a good return time? Like response time? Um, I think it depends on who and what. Um, so it can vary. So I don't I say treat everybody. Hours. Okay. So how do you I, level your people? I think that's what people need to hear. Yeah. Um, I think it depends on what it is, right? Like if it's mm -hmm. a, like if it's an issue that needs responding to, like sometimes I'm getting stuff that's like, there's, we got a problem and I have to like, you know, related to like stuff going on out in the SLP community where I have mm -hmm. my students. Right. So like, sometimes I got to respond quick, you know? Um, sometimes it's, or quickly, sometimes, um, either way, it would be a, fast. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, I feel like if it's something related to like a project or like a long-term type of thing where you're just kind of filling somebody in, I think 48 is okay for myself because of the volume 
of emails that I get, I don't usually go to 48. I would try, I try to, by the end of the day, respond to what I need to get out. And I also decide what I'm not going to respond to. And there are Mm. some things that I don't respond to because I know I'm going to talk to the person or if, um, and again, that depends on my relationship with them. So some people I know we're having an ongoing conversation and like, we could do this, we could do that. And we're just kind of doing all the things. Certain people I want to keep to the line of communication that we're maintaining. And actually let's talk about that. But wait, I, so, so your email, yeah. it's interesting because your role is a lot different than mine. So your role right. with placing students, you do have to have a right. You want to be able to keep responding to p- potential you gotta, sites. like. beyond it because Mm -hmm. sometimes you could lose something quickly and part of alleviating the stress of my job especially with establishing opportunities is like get it assign it get it off the list get it get somebody locked in get situated you know but also like um there's a lot of correspondence about um you know, what's going on currently with the students that are out there, you I know, understand. and that kind of thing. So like, I'm kind of, I need you to mean kind like of be with the whole global day. pandemic. Yeah. Like okay. I just, Oh my God, I just burped. Did you hear it? I didn't. Cause I was too busy yelling. I burped during a meeting on zoom the other day. And I, my colleague that I'm working with is in Kansas and she was like, oh, heavens. I'm like, it's a, I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, so, and she's like, oh, and she got such a chuckle out of it. I'm like, what, you never heard anybody burp before? Wait I just a minute. Ate okay, my lunch with tangent. You. What's your burp etiquette? Because like, I have some cousins who like, will just full on burp. And I don't, I have a problem with that. <laughs> I, I don't know how we shifted from email <laughs> etiquette to burp etiquette, but I'm going to tell you what I do. I have a thing. I don't like to let gas linger in my body. I, my body is like, I am, I'm the original fracker. Get the gas out. If it's lingering, it's leaving. I don't want it. I don't care it's what hole it's got to get out of. It's not healthy. It's going to eat away. It's going to eat away at your antioxidants. You want that gas out. You want it out. Oh my God. So that's my etiquette. Got it. Okay. But I present I'm a sorry lot. I, I talk now. to a lot of people and I've gotten so like sometimes it'll just happen while I'm talking. And when you're in front of 200 people, you have to be like, well, my lunch was good. Sorry about that. Sorry, y'all. You know, most of the time I'm actually so into sharing the content that I, I just keep going, you know? Well, that's why I was like laughing on the burp, but then I got nervous because you feel like too that like in the current situation, your self-awareness for like your disgusting habits has changed. Like, oh yeah. Like I, the other day I was like on a call and I'm like scratching my armpit and I'm like, oh my God, with your work friends right now. I, <laughs> don't I like do to, that i like to rub my belly and sometimes i see myself <laughs> rubbing my belly in a meeting that's weird i can't even tell you what's happening under the mask but it serves as a blockade and a tissue at the same time <sighs> and what did i do oh i had a i muted myself to pass gas today <laughs> I was in a meeting. I'm like, I am going to rip and it's going to be loud. And I just hit mute. Well, that's the kind of stuff where I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting here in my laundry room office. And I, I like forget that I'm like actually in the world of work at the same time, you know? Oh my God. 
that's really I, funny sometimes I also you've experienced this like because it's no time like I I just will throw my headphones off and go use the toilet if I have to go to the bathroom like I just can't and sometimes I do it twice in a meeting I'm like I'm trying to hydrate I'm trying to take advantage you know, and plump up my skin cells you know yes. drink I'm staying hydrated according hydrate. to my yeah, I can't get a facial, so I got to do it from the inside out. That's right. You know? So fine. So use the bathroom. You're allowed. Mm -hmm. So fine. let me ask you, with your email triage, are you triaging it by the person's status or by their annoyingness level? So let me give you an example. Like, I don't like to respond to students right away. I like them to sweat it out a little bit because mm -hmm. oftentimes if you let them sweat it out, they find the answer on their own. And that's really what I want them to do, you know? Yeah. And I, I you know, you're right. So, but if it's a really annoying student, I hit mm. them up, I get it done early. I give them mm -hmm. 12 hours because I know they're going to get me at hour 13. If it's upper level administration, I like to try and get it done pretty quickly because mm -hmm. then they don't annoy you. Um, mm -hmm unless it's the really annoying upper level administration, then they get 48 hours. I see. So you team. have, you have special, <laughs> special tiering. I yeah. understand. I think I, with the student thing, it's interesting what you said. And I, I think part of what I've learned is that if you're, if a student is um, concerned or stressed, even you even have to triage that, right? Like sometimes it's valid and you want to get to them quickly so that 100%. you can get them. But sometimes responding quickly can almost escalate the concern um, and make and validate something that maybe isn't as bad as they think that it is. Mm -hmm. So I think there's triage every step of the way, like every, and, and this is the sick part of email communication. Like you have that choice that going on every time you get a like anytime an email comes in, we have to be doing this, like thinking, do I have to respond? Like, let me ask you this. Do you do, I, my etiquette is like, I don't send like follow-up, like thank yous. Like if I get what I asked for and I then they send it. That. Yes. I Why? I stopped doing that uh, because it's just going to get deleted. Also, you have mm -hmm. to, when you send the thank you email, mm -hmm. you think it's the last email, but there are some people out there that I call them the last worderer, where their yeah. compulsion is so much like if you say thank you they'll, they'll say, say you're welcome you're welcome and i'll say oh no thank you and then they'll come back i did that for a whole day once with somebody i don't even think they noticed i'm kidding Ooh. i did it well but, but i but know you get what i'm saying people, like there's yes. certain people where so mm -hmm. it's also that's where you know the person like if well the, and like you don't like so this but this is a problem for me because mm -hmm. sometimes i know the person expects that but i don't want to do that because like it's not me so then it's this whole thing of like whose etiquette do you follow do you follow the collab your collaborator or communication partner's mm -hmm. etiquette or your own what do you do it depends um if you don't have like you have to triage it like if it's someone that you're with all the time i that was a big thing for me realizing like even on text like i have some friends that like why do they keep saying stuff? We ended it already. Because mm -hmm. if you, they have to, if they see that they didn't respond on their side, they're so compulsive that they have to respond. So then that's it. Fine. It's done. I know I'm meeting you at seven. If right. I respond, I'm opening up a can of worms. I'm saying right. I'm available there. With the work one, uh, 
I, there's certain people where if you don't say thank you, you're going to get shit for it. And if you do say thank you, you're compromising your own integrity. Well, that's you my know? problem with it. Like, it's like, like you know, I'm always saying, thankful, but I don't, you know, I don't need I, to thank say you it for in doing your job. Right. You know, right. I, that, and, and when I get them, I'm irritated. Mm -hmm. That's the other part of it. Like, because I don't like it <laughs> and I don't send them mm -hmm. when somebody sends a thank you to me, when I send a thing, I'm like, Oh, what Delete. about like congratulations <laughs> on this uh congratulations uh on the, this the new publication all. the reply all okay so you could tell who likes who after the reply all okay i prefer not to reply all and i usually do a direct to the person it's about mm -hmm. i don't like the whole thing because i feel like it's weird <laughs> i do forward <laughs> yeah forward Congrats, yes. Karen, with a C on Correct. your podcast. I heard right. it and it was wonderful. Correct. Yeah. So I think that's nice. And it breaks the reply all thing too, because I don't know. And here's the other thing. I have a lot of problems in life because I think I'm almost too genuine. Like I, I don't, I don't like to do all the, even like etiquette things. Like there's some stuff where like, I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, it's just to do like, why mm. are we doing this? And so the reply all in that situation sometimes starts to feel disingenuous and like, um, makes me feel uncomfortable because it's like, like we're all doing it now because we're all doing like, like yeah, who's gonna who's, go and then they'll you know like I gotta reply the way, right yeah. away now you know who didn't reply to this like rather I or want that person to feel all, like I value them yeah. you know who replies all and said oh I congratulated her individually you know <laughs> so oh god like people gross. are watching each other it's it's very strange and it, you're yeah. you know you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And the thing I learned about the professional grown-up world is that there's people that believe that you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. And they've self-assigned themselves as the keeper of that. So yeah. if you're not following the rules, they're going to call you out on it. And I'm like, right. well, you know what? I got more publications than you because <laughs> I'm not writing <laughs> thank you. 27 times a day you know what i'm yeah. saying you know I'm, yes. I'm, exactly brilliant yeah brilliant. So that's how i it makes I sense mm -hmm. i'm glad we agree on the reply all thing because that bugs me out should an email be oh my god like a line i agree if you could get an email <laughs> done in one sentence you're hired yes. Yeah, there's I had a student that sent me an email like no, this. No, After I don't want to know what you quiz, had for breakfast. She the, I'm, I'm, I have I, I, I'm showing my hands, but our our <laughs> listeners, it was like at least one full page single space. OK, yeah. and it was after a quiz where I'm going to guess she got a high 80, high B, good grade, really good grade. Fine. Yeah. Explaining to me all this stuff. And then thanks. Signs. That's not what emails for. I replied. I need come to see to you at 10 a.m. on yeah. Monday. No, not even come to my office hours. Be in my office at 10 a.m. on Monday. I printed out the email. I said, I want you to read this email to me. And she read it to me. I'm like, where's the question? <laughs> She's like, oh, there is no question. I just wanted to tell you that. I'm like, 
thank you for sharing. Are you going to do this every quiz? She's like, do you want me to? I don't think you do. I'm like, that's right. By the way, this student I got a, a forewarning about, and we had a really good working rapport, and I liked her a lot. But mm -hmm. I was teaching her, like, this is inappropriate. A yeah. one-page sharing your thoughts with the professor yeah. without a question, not the brand you want to be. I think that... Um this is like a whole, a whole, uh, like end of, uh, like understanding communication. Right. And, it's and a new form of communication that we have, you to... know, what you're talking about though, is like, is, is critical where I think all of us have to have an understanding of what it, who our communication partner is, who our audience is and what we're delivering when we're delivering it. And does it even make sense to put in an email or is it like, a, do you want to, email all of it or do you want to say hey can we chat or do you want me to email or can we chat because mm -hmm. I have a lot to tell you if you want to give them the option to not have to get on the phone or whatever mm -hmm. but I think sometimes we make mistakes with like where we're placing the information too you know mm -hmm. yeah you don't want to put too much I mean email always leaves a trace not that we're doing shady things but if you're unsure of something or you're yeah. like really angry and heated and mm -hmm. you say to the professor I studied so hard how dare you do this to me blah 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 and you hit send there's no taking that right. back you know mm -hmm. um i think with the with the email one or two lines is really the best and i find myself as i'm responding i'll i used to write like i have a lot of people that work in my lab and i would say like these are the instructions and it's all 17 things mm -hmm. now what i do is i leave that in a word document yep. and i copy from that i say the first thing i need you to do is this after mm -hmm. they get back to me because two people only read the one or two yep, lines you're gonna you know stop. So. Yeah, and that's that's like the whole thing like you have to think like if i was going to get this email am i going to read all this no mm -hmm. so yeah. what do i need to know and sometimes i'll pull out the bold and underline to help focus on what it is but i also like to do spaces like i'll do like two sentences and then like space another sent like i do that turn Turn so like almost visually you could see where we're changing what we're talking about so the person pays attention like okay now listen again okay the end you know until they read it. it on the phone and that gets thrown out the window oh no yeah. I didn't think about that yeah so but I thought it's... about that the other day when I read one of my emails on the phone I'm like oh my goodness the the thing the other thing I like to think about with email is you don't if you have to set up the question you type it out. And then there's the question, try deleting the setup of the question and see if the email still works. Yeah. You know, you this don't need to justify. You don't need to, I, I, I want you to ask me questions. I don't want you to ask me stupid questions, inappropriate questions, things that you should know, like mm -hmm. where's the syllabus. But I want you to say like, what's the connection between language and literacy? Is it this? Yeah. You don't need to say you were doing your homework. I know you were. You know, um, there's a whole thing that I kind of got into with one of my collaborators when we were grant writing where um, women tend to, um, there's work on this, where women tend to write things more passively and also justify and explain um, rather than just saying what they need or kind of being more direct, whether it's email communication, there's even certain words that are more like tend to be used more by women in like 
grant writing, like they've done reviews and like in terms of being direct, right. And being sort of more forward with your thoughts and ideas. And after becoming aware of that, I actually started changing sometimes the way that I write my emails to like, why am I giving, asking permission to tell this person this, or like, why am I leading my email with a, hi, sorry to bother you. Like, or things like that. I just wanted like, to ask a question. No, you don't need that. Just ask no, the question. Just how are you? Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. And I, like really, I think in coming into a more administrative role, um, I, I, I've been trying, it's a work in progress for me to take ownership of that. But I think, you know, we waste time with that, but it also can change your messaging a little bit. Uh, and it almost seemed like you're groveling when like, why it's like an email, like yeah. just get it, get it, get it out and be done. You know, and that's, and that's sometimes also if you're emailing like somebody that's maybe more senior than you or yeah. has like a, a, you know, you've been reading their work and this is like someone you look to, but yeah. You know, anybody emails me about my research, talk about triaging. Someone's like, I read your paper. I'll read that email first. I'll spend all day responding before I respond to the, you know, menial nonsense. Right. Um, I do like the let's talk on the phone. And I do like the uh, randomly just picking up the phone and calling without even (laughs) the appointment. Look how petrified you you guys could see Karen's face. Every time I cold call her, I just picture her puking as the phone. Well, now I know like, it's like a, it's a little trope. Like you love to, you love to see it. But most of the time, if somebody calls me, I'm like, who died? What's wrong? (laughs) And that's just my paranoid way. But now I know you're calling for fun. So it's fine. I pick up. It's okay. All right, Karen, I I hate to tell you this, but we've run out of time. Do you want me to email the rest of this to you? Just don't. Don't. What are you saying? We didn't, we didn't, what are you saying? I'm saying don't email me. Don't email you. All right. So we didn't finish in the meeting. It doesn't go to an email. We just talk about it at the next podcast. But don't call me either. <laughs> and so don't call us. We'll call you. <laughs> and this has been Hypernasality. As always, everybody. This, this is not, not evidence-based. evidence-based. I'm shaking my head rigorously with that. It's not. I promise careful, you. Careful. Don't cite us. Be All careful. Right. <laughs>